0: Hey there! Uh, welcome to the third week and second full-length episode of the Two Loud Adams podcast. Uh, we're-, we're Loud
1: Adams episode number two. Well, I guess technically, considering the last was labeled episode
0: two. <laughs> and we're and we're extra loud this week. Uh, we're, we're ginned up. Uh, Hell yeah! Coming up uh, 24 hours after a big win over the Red Bulls. That's a that's a clean sweep uh, last season and an opening win on the. Uh, on, on the the series against them this season so so far we are 3-0 and against the New York Red Bulls too and I'm ginned up how you feeling Adam?
1: Oh man I'm just so pumped that they were able to uh, pull out that win it was a bit tense there considering uh, one side was down with a red card and you know, you thought that they were going to get complacent, but they just kept on hitting him and hitting him until That's finally right. they got a couple through.
0: Yeah, it was, it was it was a good game. A lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun to watch last night, um, you know, at the viewing party with, with those who came out. That was that was cool to, to watch at a socially distanced uh, location. And, uh, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to go yeah. into the game. We're going to talk might have about... Might storming
1: uh, outside, but you didn't yeah. let that dampen your spirits. That's
0: right. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll fight through the rain. <laughs> we're going to talk about the, some of the player performances and and even name uh, our man of the match. Um, and then we're going to do just like we do every week uh, is, is going to be kind of the template. We're going to talk about some of the academy players coming up and and some of their futures and and get into that. And then you know we're less than a week out from our first home game. We've got one more away game, but we're going to talk a bit about that too. And and we're we're excited to to have you all listening. Um, you know a huge thank you to to all the the people that. That listened last week, uh, we, we made some jokes about uh, people, uh, what, what did you say, across the pond giving us a listen? But, Indeed, uh, and
1: uh, if, I, if I sounded racist against anyone from London, I apologize. It turns out that uh, we got the attention of somebody who actually does a DC United podcast from the United Kingdom. So, uh, hope you're not offended by that little crack.
0: No, I don't. I don't think anybody would be. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. We've got a couple of listeners on the uh, indeed. Other, the it's a bloody of good listen. That's right. I don't and, know if he and, actually said
1: that, but I'm going to assume he did. Oh, uh, there, well, I, there I go again. Well, he's gone.
0: So uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to, to cater to them as well. It's, it, it, we're happy to have every single listener we've got on board as well. Just tuning in, and, uh, and and happy to have you tuning in this week as well. So let's let's get right into it. Um, yeah, you know, we'll we, remember
1: you when we're rich and famous, maybe. That's right. <laughs>
0: So um we're going we're going to jump right into uh the performance last night uh all around you know this was a, this was a considerably better performance than any of the games uh, against Hartford that we we'd had um you know everybody seemed to kind of just do their job put the work in um overall th- there weren't really any weak spots i, I think that there was you know, a couple of players that maybe didn't perform to the best of what we know their capabilities are, but even them, I think they did their job more than needed. And, you know, we got a lucky draw with a really bad decision by the New York goalkeeper. And um,
1: yeah, 15 minutes in, he touches the ball with his hand cause he knew he got beat and uh, he's outside of the box. Which I was going to specify
0: no-no. that. Yeah. He's, he was, he could touch the ball, but he, he was yes. well outside of the box and um, he got beat and, you know, Aliana Nador, who was at that at this point in the game, was making some just screaming, screaming runs um, yeah. in, into the box and down the field. Uh, and, and for for a big guy, he, he really is is quicker than he, you know you'd think he would be. But he was making these runs behind the defense, a, a lot like Hartford was doing to us uh, the last two games. And this one in particular, it was it was right at his feet. He touched it around the keeper, and the only option the keeper had to do was either. You know, take the red card or allow it to uh, to trickle into the net, and he took the red card. Yep. So, Uh, having said that,
1: sorry, having said that, I kind of wish that they, you know, could have finished a few more chances, considering how they spent seventy five minutes and change uh, with the man up, and uh, they kind of and it felt like they were knocking at the door, but they just couldn't get in until at the death of the first half when uh, Ted Pietro managed to find, managed to open the account and TKD. Uh, TKD. He got the first non-penalty goal for Loudon this season.
0: That's a weird thing to say about a it team, it. but it's, it's <laughs> no. uh, needed to be said about our team because yeah. we have a thing for penalties. Um, two against Hartford in, in there in those two games. And uh, and of course, the one uh, that Elvis managed to, uh, yep. you know, really just draw the keeper to the right and he pulled it left. That was, that was great. Yeah. Uh,
1: Elvis is really great at doing those penalties. Hopefully turns out. He can, yeah, that's,
0: yeah. He must be practicing or something, but he's, uh, he, he's been burning keepers uh, so far every game. this yeah. season. So If only
1: they could do that within like, you know, they, the run of play itself. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah uh, a goal
0: is a goal. We'll take it. A goal right? is a goal. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, right at that fifteen minute mark, you know you got a lot of a lot of positivity going on on the on the bench and and on the field um you know they they had that that trick play set play uh dumping it off I think that it was eventually the shot was taken by was it elvis i don't remember it was it was an odd odd little approach no it was it was indoor um and he got over top of it and 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 hit it low and hard to the to the outside but uh you know. You're absolutely right, you know that that was an on frame shot, but we we had after that a, a number of opportunities before we did finally score. Um, you know that was the 15th minute and the, the 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 goal from TKD didn't come until the fourth minute of stoppage time in the first half, you know, so the yeah. 49th minute. So lots of lots of time uh, expired and lots of opportunities uh, passed before we finally got that one to trickle past their uh, young, I believe, 16- or 17-year-old goalkeeper. Yes, indeed.
1: Um, and uh, they found somebody even younger. Or, I mean, the fact they kept, they got an academy kid out who played as well as he did, I guess I'll give him kudos for that.
0: And he did. Yeah, he made some big saves. Um, but, you know, at the same time, we, we got to tip our hats to, hey, to call Alex Bobochea. Bobochea, yeah, okay. They, they had a, They had a name I couldn't – I don't, yeah, I don't Alex
1: wanna... Okay. He was, you know, throwing, I'll, honestly, as much as I hate to say it about somebody from New York, even if it is their junior uh, league, I'll give him props for, you know, making those stops when he did. And also to reiterate, kind of wish that our, you know, forwards and attacking midfielders could have, you know, done a little better job finishing balls going left, right sure. above the bar.
0: Yeah. So we got the job done and, and, you know, that's, yeah. That's the way this game will be remembered, but Indeed. let's, let's walk it back. Let's, let's take it back to the beginning uh, real quick before anything sure. even starts. Sure. Let's, let's talk about changes to the lineup. I think coach Martin did a great job this week of, of making some additions and, and moving some things around. Most notable to me was Aliona Nador the door coming back, you know, our number nine, sitting in the number nine role, coming back into the starting spot. Um, you know, someone who came in and and really just performed at the end of last season came in hot and had like something like seven or eight goals in the last five games of the season. Um, you know, he, he sits in that number nine role where TKD was last week kind of in a false nine, you know, like a, kind of a bit of a shaking uh, position, but right. Yeah. So he does that. Uh, Ted Cudi Pietro slips into that attacking mid position, pushing Michael yeah. Gamble out to the left. And unfortunately, despite I think an amazing performance last week, the, the sacrifice there is Massimo Farron on the left.
1: Yeah, he did come in later as a substitute, but uh, wasn't as dynamic as he was against, you know, in his games against Hartford.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I, I completely agree. I think that um, he, he set the expectation very high in and in a wonderful performance yeah. against Hartford. But, but yeah, you know, and, that, and that's okay. I think that that attacking group worked well together. They meshed, they created opportunities and you know out of the end of the door again he was making these great screaming runs we just we just need that that finisher yeah um we need him to get hot like he was last season and and he will be invaluable um yeah
1: also i want to give a shout out on the defensive side to timmy mel who yeah. uh got the start and uh, as one of the center backs
0: that's right yeah he,
1: he you didn't hear much about him but he whenever the uh defense was about to break down. he was there uh, taking taking the ball, making tackles, picking pockets, and uh, clearing the ball out yeah and he, so he like was defense... able to, he almost would have kept a clean sheet if not for that uh, goal by Preston uh, Killywen in the second half
0: yeah you're absolutely right you know defensive the defensive line is so important that they mesh and they communicate and they kind of read each other's minds and you know big fans, you know the two of us are big fans of Adam Lindegard, uh, not yeah. only because we think he's very talented but because he has an awesome first name, but <laughs> ultimately speaking you're you're right you know Timmy Mel, he jumped in there and him and shane uh, wheat they just played really, really well off of each other um i think mm-hmm. I think Shane had the the by far in my opinion the better game, I think he was one of the notable uh top players I think of the game honestly but you're absolutely right the the addition of of Mel in that position beside him I think that they just they just seemed to know what they were doing a little bit better and that's not to say Adam d- doesn't but you know
1: I don't know to me it looked like there were a few times where we got burned and uh Oh really kind and either green or Mel would have to fix the mess before it got too dangerous
0: oh, that's and other times cool. and
1: other times Miller was able to uh make some good stops
0: that's, Not that's saying that it happened
1: all the time, but there were like a few, you know, a few times where we just kind of lost either DA or Elney and uh, yeah. they were saved, sort of saved by one of his teammates.
0: That's, that's interesting to hear. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I, my visibility of the game at times was restricted. Um We were, we were having a little difficult technical difficulties at some points of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But so, so I, I, I believe that. and And I may, you know, we do our player ratings uh each week and and maybe uh there was some mix ups on that back line between uh, mel and uh and wheat at times but 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 continuing on the lineup conversation uh how about the decision to to take Pebo our captain Pebo Due, out of the starting lineup um yeah and 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 slot yeah. you know move move green uh from one fullback position to the other and 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 put uh was it Alexan Saravia? Yeah, on there, who, who the commentators Saravia. kept calling Savaria, which I didn't love.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one just really was a thorn in my side as well. Yeah. <laughs>
0: to well, hear them
1: butcher it. I know they're supposed to be New York homers by their definition, but still.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, and, and honestly, it's no, it's no big it's no I don't think it's a huge yeah. deal. I'm sure. But, yeah, it is, but,
1: it, but back to your earlier point, it was kind of interesting because usually you don't see somebody who's labeled as the captain on the team uh, riding the bench unless they're injured or. For other good reason,
0: yeah. And, having said uh, that,
1: having said that, uh, you know, I think it turned out pretty well, all things considered.
0: I did too. Saravia
1: yeah. was uh, he was pretty well. You know, when the t- when the team was on the uh, opposing third of the field, he was great at uh, sending crosses and keeping the ball away from our side. Yeah, y- uh, you know, you know, generally sub- just supporting them on the wing back.
0: Both fullbacks played, I think, great games. I think that, that Jake Green and, and, and yeah, Saravia came in and, and he was putting balls that were very attackable um, into the box in, in the attacking third. I think that he w- was able to just run up and down the field and, and not only be a threat but, but shut down attacks, uh, you know, on the defensive side. yeah, I, I you know – we you know another player just like Adam lindegar but we love Peabo Duway. He's he's a very talented player, but he didn't have the best outing. He knows that. I, I think yeah. that we all know that uh, against Hartford, and and I think leaving him on the bench maybe to to think about that and 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 sharpen the the repertoire of skills that we know he has is is an is an okay thing to do. At this point in the season, so that and that's totally fine. Um,
1: yeah, so that might also be a similar reason why Lundegaard was uh left on the bench yep. uh, by the game, but well, I'll get into that more a little later.
0: Yeah, heck yeah. So, what about the midfield? There were some changes there too. Uh, they were pretty curious and they, I think they worked out, but I, I think when the lineup was first announced, I thought to myself, What are you doing, coach? Yeah. Martinez, we haven't,
1: haven't seen as much of him until now.
0: We haven't, and he's, I mean, he's very talented. We, he played great last season and was a staple of the team last season. And arguably, yeah. he made his point why he needs to be a staple this season. But leaving out Jeremy Gray, who I think is a candidate for MVP of the season right now so far with his right. just workhorse mentality, what, that terrified me. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, putting and sliding Cudi Pietro back to a kind of his attacking midfielder position, I think, was a pretty good choice. Yep, that's right. Um, and even if it ended up putting uh, Williamson and Garay on the bench,
0: yeah, and that's okay. You know, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that makes sense. You know, the the other question mark was was Elvis Ammo, who who sat a, for a second game in a row now in that central mid uh, position. Yeah, you know, he is the the uh, as, as using Coach Martin's words, he is the Swiss Army knife of the team. I think he's played every position except for Coach. So, uh, watch out, Coach Martin. He might be coming for you next.
1: Or goalie. Watch out, Colin.
0: That's right. <laughs> he's big enough. He can handle that. So By the way,
1: I think I might have mentioned this earlier, but – Depending on which roster you look at, we now have six goalkeepers on the team. <laughs>
0: oh, jeez. I don't
1: okay. know how. I mean, yes, that includes academy kids, so we're kind of cheating on the definition here. But uh,
0: yeah. speaking <laughs> of keepers, though, uh, still no sign of our big uh, six foot nine French goalkeeper out of Bordeaux, um, Simone Lefebvre. Simone Lefebvre. Yeah, we're going to. I hope
1: I pronounced that right. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, I'm going to run with it. It sounds, sounds good to me. But we haven't seen him uh, even to be mentioned on the bench yet. I'm hoping we do. Yeah. It was someone that Coach Martin mentioned um, on the RFK Refugees podcast interview last week. So, someone to think about. But, again, Colin Miller's been playing well. He's been making stops uh, when, when they're needed. And, you know, that's, that's hard to take a goalkeeper out who's playing well, you know.
1: Indeed. And, you know, unfortunately, you can only use one. I guess you can use another, but he wouldn't be allowed to hit things with his hands, and that might be a uh, problem in the (laughs) future.
0: Fair enough, yeah. Um, The only other uh, notable change was actually on the bench, and it was to see Josh Fowole. I hope I'm saying that name right. But uh, coming back into the mix after returning from what I believe was uh, a slight LCL injury during the quarantine – Christian Sordo nowhere to be seen, uh, but but it's great to see Fawole, and and he came in seamlessly, uh, you know, halfway through the game, uh, you know, and jumped into Endor's position. And I'll, I'll tell you, he's gonna make uh, he's gonna make a run for for that that starting number nine spot. And you know, yeah. if we don't get the uh, same productivity we got we had out of Endor last season, toward the end of last season, then he's gonna make a point to uh, to to steal it from him.
1: Yeah. Also on a. Separate note: I was curious what if any if there's been any news about Ronald R. J. Fuentes, uh, Um He kind of disappeared after the uh, first Hartford game.
0: Yeah, he had uh, he didn't have the best of performances. Yeah, I um, guess
1: he needed a little more seasoning before he's ready for prime time.
0: Yeah, maybe so. Uh, you know, I, I I've not heard anything. Uh, I don't. I think yeah. that's something that that the coach would be keeping close uh, tabs on, but.
1: But yeah, I'm sure
0: he's still on that practice team. He's still probably uh, working hard with with the rest of the lads. And yep. uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he'll find his way back into the lineup. Or maybe there. he
1: can become our seventh goalkeeper.
0: Oh boy! <laughs> Speaking of seven, you um, can
1: never have too many goalkeepers.
0: <laughs> what, got, what do you think see. about uh, the the fact that we only have seven players on the bench? It, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. We have five subs within three time frames, right? Within three substitutions. But, yeah, of, like substitutes. That. but I think we were allowed to have nine players on the bench. And this is something that's happened for the last three games since the COVID restart. I'm wondering, yeah. I don't know, maybe you know more than I do, but I'm wondering if it has to do with the, the limitations on travel and, and things like that. Maybe how many people fit into one or two buses. I, yeah. I don't know. But what do you think? Not
1: to mention the various uh, internationals who have to go through some form of quarantine, either over there or over here. Yeah. On on that note, I'm wondering what happened to uh Nganzi. Um Halei yeah. Nganzi. Haven't uh, heard of anything from him.
0: Yeah, picked up him. from he Minnesota was, United, right? I believe
1: so. He's he's the um yeah, he was with Minnesota United for a little bit. And uh, you know, he's from Tanzania. That's right. Only nineteen years old, and he's you know, got plenty of uh plenty of promise, but Everyone's got promise until you see him play. We and we haven't seen him play yet.
0: I, and yeah, that's I, an interesting yeah. one. I'm I'm not sure.
1: I guess we'll have to look into that. But uh, unless he unless he's you know in the same uh, weird void of space that Lefebvre fell into uh, over the past month,
0: perhaps. I, I don't I don't know much about him. Trying other to find than, his way you know, out. He came from an MLS uh, team and only. He was one of those kind of fringe players that got play time when they had those international friendly games. But um, I, I don't know much about him. I don't know if he's on an international quarantine like like uh, Simone, and maybe he is. Um, you know, he, Mustafa he in, was as well for a bit, right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, so he
1: recently cleared it just in time.
0: For, that's uh, right, yeah, absolutely. Well, for the last two games, for this game especially, yeah. Yeah, he did I, I a pretty good job. I'm not sure what it, what the deal is. Um, you know, it could be as simple as. We just have too many talented, uh, you know, youngsters coming up from the DC Academy who are playing well, you know, in that that midfield role that we don't need him at the moment. But I doubt that's what it is. He seems to to really have a lot of talent to to bring to the table. So that's Indeed. something to watch certainly.
1: But yeah, hopefully we see him in the white in a white and red jersey, uh, or is it red and white jersey uh, uh, later this year? Heck yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Six months. So you know player performances. What uh, what, what were your thoughts? Uh, who who were your your standouts? Uh, what what was uh, what was Adam's take?
1: Well, other Adam, um, <laughs> I think I've I kind of said my piece for the most part uh, a moment ago. But yeah, on the uh, offensive side, you got to give it to Ted de Pietro. He was uh, fi- he was finding little. Sp- in the box to just harass the uh, opposition, make them work for that, make them work to keep him out of the goal until they finally couldn't in the end of the first half. And uh, he just, you know, he's been, he's not doing much flashy, but when he does get the ball between his legs, he's able to take it this way and that. And and he's just, his star just keeps rising whenever I see him uh, take charge, whether it's attacking midfield or coming in from the wings and he and he like i said he scored the first non-penalty goal of the uh of the season so far for this non-pk goal it still sounds weird yes and uh, on Mm -hmm. the defensive side like i said i gotta give it to tinny mel who you know when when the uh opposing forwards were able to find a spot or when they thought they could escape him he was able to make the tackles he needed to he was able to Mm. cut them off when he needed to. He was able to take some of the pressure off of uh, Colin Miller and uh, keep him from having to do too much uh, gymnastics.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: How about yourself?
0: Oh, man, I've got all sorts of thoughts. I've always got thoughts, right? Yeah, you know, TKD, you're absolutely right. Ted Kudipietro was was, was a step above. You can see what the, the coaches see in him you know, moving forward in his potential um, and, and we'll get right to it. You know we'll get into some of the other player performances, but getting straight to the point TKD was our, our man of the match this week. He, yes. you know, locking in that, that first, as you said, non PK goal seems uh, insignificant that that stat, but it is, it's a huge deal. Uh, our first fielded actual goal. And, I mean, all things considered, it was kind of a sloppy goal. You know, Cairo came in and was, was kind of getting chopped and, and he was losing control and, and made a cut to the inside. And it, it just fell to to TKD's feet, who just cleanly placed it, bottom left, you know, at a place that the goalkeeper could only just kind of graze it. And, it it, it, it hey, man, it was no, you know, tank from across the field. It was no, you know, it wasn't a screaming run or a – a glorious finish. But, you don't need; they don't all have to
1: be a golazzo
0: after all. You know, you need to have the poise and the the strength and the the mental fortitude to finish within the box, and and he did it. And, and and I think Coach Martin has known he's had the ability to be able to do it for the entirety of of working with him. So there's our there's our man of the match right there. Um, but but yeah, so. Some of the other great performances, you know, I, I got to mention last week's Man of the Match, uh, Mustafa. Kairou at Mustafa just had another great game. Um, the commentators, uh, the New York Red Bull commentators, actually couldn't get enough of him. They they kept saying how well he was doing, and I couldn't agree more, uh, despite the fact that I didn't agree with a lot they were saying. <laughs> they were all over the place. But right, hey. right. <laughs> um, he, he but, hey, a, if, um, if it
1: makes a New York homer take notice, then that's a pretty good uh, endorsement.
0: Yeah. So – um he uh, yeah he, he he really had some some great runs, um, I, you know another one that stood out to me in the center of the field and I kind of said this earlier I mentioned him but was Nelson Martinez you know a, a staple player of last season I think he was just a stud you know he had giant shoes to fill in in Jeremy Gray's passing galore shoes and I think he filled them just fine he he played wonderfully alongside Elvis in whatever role. Elvis was playing because his role changes I think every like seven minutes within a game um and and, and yeah I I really enjoyed watching watching that um gotta mention the the two fullbacks I think they were phenomenal I think both of them were creating opportunities and and both of them have got bright futures um not only on the field but also I know Alexan particularly uh being a part of that, that USL uh, FIFA, E-FIFA tournament or whatever that was, he uh, was <laughs> it on there too. So a lot of potential yeah. there. <laughs> During
1: quarantine, uh, yeah, he was, we take whatever soccer we can get, even if it's digital.
0: Yeah. Oh, amen. And, yeah. Am. And to see Saravia take it.
1: charge for, you know, for Loudoun, even if it, you know, we were Delta less than ideal uh, team to play with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah, it's a great team to yeah, absolutely. But so Colin um, Miller, another another strong performance from him. Um, yeah. You know the, the the breakdown at one point that, that happened. You know you can't you can't put it all on the keeper. I know you got keeper haters out there that'll put everything on the goalkeeper, but that's not an easy job. And he had multiple stops. I think he had a great performance. I think he's really really cemented himself as a veteran and a leader on the team, it, just just based on watching him talk to the back the back line. And and then, you know, I know you mentioned Timmy Timmy Mel, but hey, man, I, I loved watching Shane uh, Wheat play. I think he is just a strong replacement for, you know, Harry Hawkins, who yeah. was was a stud for us on the back line last year. And, and, and I think we miss him at times, but Shane is, is stepping up and, and just getting better every performance he plays.
1: Also, I can't say, you're a wizard, Harry. Uh, well,
0: there is that, yeah. Yeah.
1: Again, sorry, people from England.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's keep moving on. Um, we're, we're we spent a lot of time talking about the uh, the performance from this past week, and we want to talk a little bit about some of the other stuff going on. Um, a quick, just shout out to our primary sponsor, which is the Loudon Stampede. They are the official fan uh, fan group and supporters club for loud and united uh they're they're constantly repping us and, and and pushing hard for us and and that's awesome um to just have that support out there they had a uh, a viewing party which i mentioned earlier and that was at solace brewing company uh last night you want to ever listen to this but that was on the, the the 12th and and i believe they're working to lock down that same location for the the 15th game against louisville so so stay tuned if you're a follower of the Stampede or if that's something you're interested in getting into, check out their website, go, go follow them, and, uh, and, and stay tuned. You know, they're they're going to have some, some more info about that. Uh, but, yeah, let's, let's get right into the, the youngsters. Adam, talk about Academy signings and, and Academy Players of the Week. Let's jump into it.
1: Well, as part of two Loud Adams, one of the things that we noticed is that Loudon seems to have a lot of people named Adam. I mean, just in the aforementioned supporters group the Loudon Stampede, but also on the team, a young center back named Adam Lundegaard, uh, who comes from uh, Huntington, uh, Maryland. Now, um, admittedly, there's only a little bit that I can say about his performance on Loudon itself, considering that uh, he's only played for four games total and three of them have been the last have been in this season. And, um, there was also a, um, I really hate to say it, but there was an interesting uh, moment during the first Hartford game where he went one-on-one against a uh, Loney from Southampton, uh, and uh, unfortunately, did not come out the victor in that
0: one. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna call him out on his spotlight, eh? Having said that, it's <laughs> you know
1: it's some valuable experience. It's it sucks being posterized when you're that when you're still high school age. I it happened to me when I was in basketball, and uh, when I was doing that over my days in Rockville. But that's another story. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, anyways, but Adam Lundegard.
0: Yeah, he, he seems like, you know, he, he's got some work. You're, you're absolutely right. That that needs to be yeah. done. But he seems like you know, someone that the coaches are are really, really, yeah. you know, fired up about uh, the potential for him. I think Coach Martin even mentioned, you know, him in the list of names of, of bodies that he could see wearing, uh, you know, black and red uh, one day at Audi Field. Yeah. And uh, and speaking said,
1: of Coach awesome. Martin, you know, there's another Coach Martin that kind of threw me off for a minute that was apparently a – pivotal figure in his uh, budding soccer academy career. Oh. the Brian Martin from uh, the Bermuda Academy of Brazilian Soccer, or Bermuda Brazilian Soccer Academy, how you put it. It's uh, in Calvert County, Maryland. And uh, apparently it was, he gave him enough uh, inspiration and enough training that uh, Adam Lundegaard was even caught the eye of some scouts from West Ham United who invited him to London to train with their academy kids.
0: Oh, we cannot escape the other side of the pond. So you're saying Adam Lundegaard went on trial at the Hammers, at West Ham.
1: Oh, yes, he did. Oh. Ultimately, he ended up uh, staying in the U.S., but I'm guessing they still have his uh, contact info in case they want to talk to him.
0: They can't talk <laughs> to him.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's
0: ours. That's right. That's right. We're not <laughs> giving him up. Ours. But
1: also in the <laughs> – but yeah, I just found that amusing that he's, you know, he over there in uh, Calvert in Maryland, he had a guy named Brian Martin from Bermuda, who was a soccer player there, who uh, inspired him. And then in DC United's academy, he had Ryan Martin.
0: You, you so, think that maybe like you, you think maybe he just like showed up to the wrong practice one day and just you know ran with it? What what are the other like, maybe how that maybe happen? that's
1: what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, maybe, enough, but uh And having said that. Um, you know, he did. Uh, he is still learning the game. He's projected by some people as to be a number six in the, the future. I know outside of numbers nine and ten, we don't really talk about positional numbers these days because mm, it's yeah. all fluid. But basically, what we're seeing is either he's projecting to be either a defensive mid or a center back. Either but either way, the you know the sky's still the limit for this guy. Or hell, maybe West Ham United decides that they uh, want to give him another look. And uh, oh.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, and uh, also, I, I know, did he get an invite to one of the uh, international teams? I'm trying to remember.
0: Yeah, I, I think he has gotten some call ups on the U.S. youth, youth national team. I, I don't know what level—probably U15, U14—that uh, probably that age group. But he's yeah. definitely uh, been someone who's who's donned that that jersey before. That's that's a huge deal, yeah. you know. Other, you know, other big names that have come through Loudon already that have been in that same mix are you know Griffin Yao, for instance. Um, And I think Kevin Paredes, maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. But, you know, obviously, the big name on the list would be uh, Brian Ko, which he actually got the call up to the big boys, U.S. men's national team, uh, for some uh, preliminary scrimmages, I think, earlier this year, and then eventually got signed by uh, Wolfsburg out in the Bundesliga. So, Mm -hmm. Way to go.
1: Oh, yeah, and one last last thing about uh,
0: Adam Lundegaard.
1: He's uh, verbally committed to playing for Clemson in 2021.
0: Clemson? Yeah. Oh, that's no UVA like uh, like Gray. But, I mean, I guess that'll make uh, our former captain and uh, new the, the new striker number nine for Tampa Bay Rowdies, uh, Kyle Murphy. It'll make him happy because I believe he played down there, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe so.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I, I miss
1: Murphy, too. He was a good guy.
0: He was a good leader, yep. But that's okay. I think he wanted to leave. Um, I think he wanted to, to, to go on to that next opportunity, and that's, that's totally fine. I think, I think we got a good group without yeah. him, and uh, although I, I, I do agree um, he, was, he he's missed.
1: Yep, and with, the, uh, and with the current situation with all the uh, two-way players for DC United uh, playing, you know, being stuck with the first team, Lundegaard's going to have a lot more chances to prove himself at yep. this level that he belongs
0: yeah, that's that's you're you're right. There's been no changes so far since DC returned. Now the entire MLS has returned. I think at this point, you know, in a normal season, right? At this point, we definitely would have seen some of the Moses Neimans come down. Uh, yeah, you know, Moses
1: Neiman, Chris Dojachem, uh, Griffin Yao. I don't maybe. know if we
0: get a, a Adoyachem back, but you you know better than I do. But you know who knows? And Yao, he seems to be up there for good. I don't think we ever see Kevin Paredes back again. He's just yeah, great, really but. But you're right. We would have seen at least a, a body or two come down, and it sounds like if they do come down, they got to come down permanently. We haven't seen or, or heard any of them leaving Audi yet. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I it, maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe this is the roster we've got. Maybe we do get to to nab one or two. No worries if so. You know, we, we we've got a squad. You know, we can. We can challenge, um, yeah. you know, we're no longer at the bottom of group F. I, we, we started last week's episode saying, Hey, we're officially the bottom, but uh, we're, we're not there. We're, we're we've moved up, a, you know, a billet. And uh, you know, well, I,
1: that's the thing about being at the bottom. There's nowhere to go, but up.
0: Yeah. Well, we went up, you know, in a, in a good, strong win. Um, I, I would have liked to have gotten a couple more goals to help out the, the differential, but, uh, but yeah, also, you know, yeah.
1: And also it's partially thanks to Pittsburgh uh, just absolutely destroying Philly too. But Pittsburgh and uh, and Hartford uh, and other teams, you know, just being able to field pro-level talent and just running the table versus the other teams in this group or USL Championship as a whole being able to, uh, who are basically serving as feeder teams for the MLS affiliates. And it makes you wonder would, would uh, pro-rel, pro rel promotion relegation work in this in the regards of of the non uh, of the non minor league teams the non affiliated teams yeah. uh, to That's, give them a better shot and to destroy fewer uh, to destroy fewer teenagers' dreams, so to speak?
0: Yeah, well, I'll tell you, man. We we had a great discussion earlier this week. You're absolutely right about that. I I think that. You know we're well over our the, our intended length on this episode already, so that's a, that's its own philosophical question. I think that we could almost dedicate an entire episode on, um, yeah. and, and I have tons of opinions on the pro, the potential for promotion and relegation in, in the USL, but it, it's not applied right now, and, and so for now we're still here. You know whether whether or not the uh, the Pittsburghs like it or not, whether or not the Indies like it or not. You know they yeah. they got to deal with us, and um, <laughs> you know for for now it isn't something that is really affecting the table. Um, in in our favor at least, it doesn't seem to be for a lot of the, the MLS two teams. So yeah. yeah, no no biggie. But um, but yeah. yeah. So, uh,
1: so I guess we no, did run late, didn't we? Uh.
0: That's okay, no biggie. So real quick, we want to just finish up by, by talking about you know, there, there's really no updates on the COVID talk. I don't think there's any uh, new news. But uh, you know, less than a week away is the home opener at Segra Field. You know, we got fans. They're gonna be butts in seats, and it's gonna be. The first, I, I believe, the first in the DMV or maybe in Virginia area, maybe Richmond Kickers beat us to it, but the first professional sporting event with, with fans in seats. And, and that's okay. awesome. And it's going to be
1: limited to a maximum of 1,000 fans.
0: Yep. One-fifth one of the stadium.
1: And they're going to have actual bathrooms, I hear, <laughs> which was something that was missing from the first year.
0: I don't think this year they're going to have them yet. But we'll uh, we'll give you an update on that. Hopefully we can get another episode out before uh, that game starts. Yeah. Um so yeah,
1: they told us yeah. they would install them this year. Oh COVID boy! Hits, so who
0: knows? Maybe we could probably spend more time uh, than motion <laughs> relegation on just the bathrooms alone. I think that that's something the fans want. Give us the bathrooms. So uh, yeah, give us the bathrooms <laughs> or relegate <laughs> us
1: so we have more money to spend on the bathrooms. Just, look, no. that's enough potty talk for tonight.
0: Uh, yeah, it's enough. Potty <laughs> that's enough audio.
1: Don't make me wash your mouth out so, with soap.
0: If you don't have them yet, go get your single season or single game tickets. The single game tickets are officially on sale. I saw that get punched out by, uh, by the team. Um, what that means to me is the amount of season ticket holders who I think have priority access to getting those seats filled. That means there's not as many of them as there is the the minimum allowed in the stadium. So look, if you are, if it's something you want to do, if you want to see us play Pittsburgh, you know, the, the team play Pittsburgh on, on next Wednesday, get yourself a ticket, Get your button seat. Let's go cheer them on at a socially distanced, you know, event or, or however they want to express it. And, and and stay tuned. Follow the guidelines. We'll let Loud and United cover all those.
1: Yes, we will.
0: So yeah. Well, so as well, thanks, always, yep. yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to to us ramble about a team that we love. Uh, yep. What and else uh, we got? Yep. And what?
1: signing off. Uh, I'm Adam
0: Indelovitz. And I'm Adam Davis. Yep, and this is Two Loud Adams. Stay loud and united. The Two Loud Adams podcast is proudly sponsored by the Louden Stampede, the official supporters group for Loudon United, and hosted by Adam Davis and Adam Mendelevitz. The executive producer is Mike Myers. If you'd like to be a part of our sponsorship, then hit the follow button and reach out. Cheers for now.